Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Matthew. I'm Matt. And I'm Alexis. And today we are talking about episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Baron and the Sharon. It feels a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, hey, uh, last time you guys were you're feeling pretty down on this production. Yep. Just feel confused more than anything. You're confused? Confused and lost in what we should be expecting and the tone and the characters. Pretty much everything that makes a show. Yeah. The plot. Yeah. 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 All of that. Um, but also, like, what about that one hour long footage of Zemo dancing? I Fun. didn't even bother clicking on that link that you sent us because yeah. I was like, oh, it's just going to be an hour of the same clip over and over again. It's like a little bit longer than the one that they showed on the show. It's like 30 seconds longer on oh. loop for an hour. <laughs> There's no need for that. There's just no need for that to exist in the world. Yeah. I mean, it does. Also, yeah. Um, all right, so there, uh, what do we need? What does the show need to do to win you guys over? We're too far gone, man. Yeah, it's honestly like if it does, it would be a big surprise or something that I can't even think of. <laughs> wow, this is a low, low optimism crowd today. It, uh, well, the show isn't good. Like, it, 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 it's like if we watched the first half of Suicide Squad, stopped, recorded a podcast, and you said, what could they do to make Suicide Squad good? And we'd be like, I don't know. Finish the movie now. I feel like it's unfair to... They're not. This, you're right. You're you right. Know, in the same, set of, same category. It's still better than Suicide Fine. Squad. Fine. Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Suicide Squad yeah. is better than Thor the Dark World? No. Thor no. the Dark World is better than Suicide Squad. And it's almost on par of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I, I would think still it, say wow. the Falcon and Winter Soldier is better. I would agree, so, but I can't remember my full that. my full tier list to to figure out the accurate comparison. But it's pretty it's like, low. It, it's like yeah. yeah, any any of those movies that were just not good. Was it the lowest? It, for, it was either yeah. Hulk or I think Thor: The Dark World was the worst for me. Yeah, and then it was Hulk above that, shockingly. Maybe that sounds right ish. Yeah, I, I really hated Thor: The Dark World. I feel like this is more Hulk-ish level. Like, it's down there, but it's not like all it's the not, way down there. Right. It's it's, it's not fine, but it's, it's not, not like not Terrible. It's just not good in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. I I mean, I did appreciate the fight scenes in the last episode. I thought those were fun. So that's a good, a bonus, a plus, if you will. Right. I, the, the, there are there is fun to be had here and i liked cyberpunk 2077 i would like to see more of that <laughs> in the marvel universe cyberpunk like indonesian island yeah where there it, are shockingly uh no asian people whatsoever i kind of yeah, realized that, that after we were after we recorded the episode i was like madripoor seems like oddly oddly uh devoid of any uh you know Asian influence, I guess, is everywhere, but like no Asian people. That's imperialism for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, pirate, pirate imperialism. 
I mean, yeah, it kind of happened that way too. So I'm going with that. This is uh, a lasting bastion of horrible Western imperialism. Hooray! That's what we need more of, right? <laughs> just an, just another feather in this show's cap. <laughs> um. So okay, there's there's nothing that can happen in the show that you either of you would say this turns it around for you guys. We are kind of at the point of just like we're just running at the clock and recording episodes because that's kind of like I'm like, sure there's something that could happen. I just can't think of it at this point. I'm sure there's something that could surprise me and right. be like, oh, this is kind of turning it around. I at least like the second half of the series. I just don't know what that yeah, would be. Like at, at first I thought the the back half would be interesting for Flag Smasher stuff because Flag Smasher stuff is like actually intriguing. They're they're like coming from the underbelly of all of these communities that were affected by this and trying to Robin Hood their way back into prosperity or some level of like sufficiency. But then she fucking undercuts it by blowing up a food bank essentially. So I'm like any 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 sort of feeling I had of like, oh, these these are these are actually like they're doing the right thing but the wrong way is like I, I can't like is out the window. It's fucking gone. Because at first you could at least be sympathetic to their cause, like they're trying to unify the world, help the disenfranchised, and like you like level the playing field after the blip. And then the fact that they're like, oh, the only thing they understand is violence. It's like, oh, cool. You're no better than anybody fucking else. So I don't like you're just another pile, like add to the enemy pile instead of like the, ooh, they're somewhere in the middle pile. Like the gray area is what made it interesting. Once you once you just color in all the gray with black, it's like, oh, cool. Okay. We're back to Marvel black and white. Great. I am wondering, uh, and obviously I, I, I don't know any more than you guys do. I'm, I'm wondering if there are, okay, maybe, maybe this is a question of like, we don't sympathize with Carly anymore, but maybe there's more to the Flag Smasher story if someone challenges her or is like, hey, I thought we were on the right path, but then our leader took us on the wrong path and we need to go back in order to actually sure. achieve our goals or something like, like some kind like of like internal strife. You, you gotta realize we have three episodes left. So if they're trying to pull that out of their ass, they're adding another layer to an already layered bullshit fest. So it's like, if they're gonna do that, they should have already done that by now because holy fuck, do they not have enough time to, to explore any of these things with any tact or, or intrigue. That's how you get like a, Oh, they get arrested in the center, the middle of the street because they have all of this time that they can expand on because it's not a movie, but then they choose to not expand on things. So they have not shown their ability to actually expand on these things with any level of care or, or world building or interest. So I have, even if they do go that route and there's like infighting within the flag smashers, it's just like adding, adding a 10th layer to the, the nine layer dip. It's like, who fucking cares? It, the, the 10th layer just gets lost in there. Oh, there was celery in the middle there. Cool. Who the fuck knows? And who fucking cares about celery? celery? One of the one of the fucking choices. Because nobody fucking cares about celery. <laughs> I mean, I do if I'm having like wings or something, and I have celery on the side. But yeah, I know that's not. It helpful. doesn't matter. Okay. 
Um, what about what about uh, the two things? Two things left. Uh, what about um, how are we feeling? Excited at all to see more of Io and more of the Wakandan aspect on the show. Another fucking layer, like <laughs> like they have all of these unresolved things, and then they just keep sh- like shitting more stuff on top of it, as if like it's lack of stuff in the show that's causing a tro- causing problems, and not actually lack of depth. It's like somebody appears and then disappears. And maybe they'll become relevant in episode six, but like, what if you add so many layers to the show that by default you have depth because to get back to that first <laughs> layer, you go through all the other layers and you have to go. Yeah. You, you've got depth through the layers. Yeah. I mean, if, if all of the layers are paper thin, it still doesn't take too long. Is this just going to depth is depth. inception? Yeah. Marvel edition. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in her. I'm interested in like, um, what's her face? I can't remember her name off the top for some reason. The, Sharon, the the blonde lady. Sharon. The, Sharon. Thank you. Um, I thought you called her Karen at first. I thought you did too. That's why I was like, no, definitely not Karen. Sharon. Sharon. Um, because we also we also have the the potential susness of her. So we add her susness into the mix. We add Ao into the mix. We add. Like Johnny Walker, Captain America. <laughs> Is that he's that better? Battlestar. <laughs> like we're, we're once again we just seem like we're we're piling on. So like yeah, I'm curious what 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 she's doing here. I'm curious what Sharon's motives are because clearly she has ulterior motives. Um, like there's clearly more here going on than meets the eye, but you got to start doing something with it or else it's just not interesting. It was the same thing. Like admittedly, I realized that how they answered the questions in WandaVision, I wasn't stoked about, but they needed to at a certain point because they just kept piling questions and intrigue on top of it. And until you get some little, like, like a little, 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 little drop of resolution or, or like something, it doesn't matter. Cause like, it just feels like we're, we're spinning our wheels. I would say though, I feel like we're only at the halfway point. So yep. like here would be safe for them to unravel things at a decent enough pace because even like a movie or something or even other TV shows that I can think about, like that's when they usually start to unravel all the things that they've kind of introduced is about the halfway point. So I would say more of like, this is a, the episode to watch out for. If they just keep adding things on without explaining things at this point, we're going to end up more in a position of confusion and rushed state. Um, but they could potentially save it at this point. Yeah. Just trying to be more positive about this. Yeah. It, it just seems like it's it's laying the groundwork <laughs> sure. to, to be yeah. a rushed ending for some reason. When they because when it, it doesn't feels need rushed to be. in the beginning. Like, right. yeah, that's fair. Like if they carry on with the same structure and tone they've had for the first three episodes definitely yeah maybe they had to rush all that just to get a good ending (laughs) well right so the thing is like the ending is kind of an assumption of sam or perhaps bucky uh taking on the mantle of captain america right i think that that's like the 
inevitable foregone conclusion of the show that everybody assumes. So maybe maybe they don't do that at all, and we're all kind of like, oh my god, no one's Captain America, but whatever. Maybe let's they let's both will be Captain America, and we'll just I mean, bodies. They both were, so who knows? Maybe they need. To, maybe they do a civil war thing, and they actually have to fight the current Captain America in order to take the shield off of his corpse. That could be or fun. I mean, they likely one will have, have to fight him. Another. But I also feel like they'll kick his ass because he seems yeah. like yeah. no fucking he shit because he's a little he's little bitch. He's a little bitch baby. <laughs> I mean, he can he can throw the shield well and, and throw a punch oh, well, but like, yay! you can throw a thing. Have you met this super soldier with a bionic arm and this guy that flies? Good thing on your throwing, though. You could be Randy Johnson. He doesn't fly. He just wears a cool. Jacket. He's a pitcher. Thank you for that. <laughs> Not Randy Jackson, the bass player. <laughs> um, I feel like if the part of the show of the question is, okay, uh, Steve gave Sam the shield and Sam didn't feel like he earned it. So part of the show is, does Sam feel like he's earning the mantle or whatever? Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot has happened in these three episodes for that to feel earned. Because at this point, it's mostly just him learning how fucked up the history of Captain America actually is. And then being like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Uh, so I don't know how, I don't know how well we're even going to see that closure if I'm being realistic. I mean, it's possible. Um, you know, I've seen six issue miniseries do more with less. So who knows, but. Uh, I mean, and maybe even the goal of this is to not bring in a new Captain America but they're just going to continue on and put it on a hold with a better reason of why there is no Captain America for a period of time. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I'd be okay with no new Captain America. I know. Uh, too. They can reintroduce that at a later point in the. Marvel the tough thing is if you look at the Marvel lineup, there's a lot of legacy stuff coming down the pipe, right? So there's She-Hulk, there's a new Hawkeye, there's Ironheart, which is like the, the successor to Iron Man. Um, Thor's still kicking around, but, uh, and, and, you know, we've got this upcoming Black Widow film. So the question of like, what's quote unquote, what's next for Captain America or, or the, the legacy of that, that character or the shield, uh, there's, it, it, I guess it would be an interesting swap if Marvel was like, we're going to give you a new Hulk and a new Hawkeye, like, you know, uh, new new Iron Man, like new every member of the original Avengers, except for this, the one original, the first Avenger. We're done with that. Doesn't feel very, very Marvel-esque. And with the imagery that came out of Thor recently, the fact that you just said kicking around is an insult. Let me just say that. Yeah, is it because that, he's bulked up because of Hulk Hogan thing? That may be the rudest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I don't. I don't. How is that a rude thing? What is rude you're, about? You're, you're underselling the level to which he's kicking. <laughs> he's kicking powerfully. He is not he, skipping leg day. That's, he, is, that's... he could move the earth with any limb he chose. <laughs> I apologize. I did not mean to insult. I, I, you were you were looking off into the distance, but I kept being like, I, I need to, I need to interject. Uh, but 
Sorry, I just needed to do right by Thor because Thor is jumping right back up to the top, baby. <laughs> his he his took, arms are pretty ridiculous. He looking. took one one movie off, but he's right back, baby. <laughs> I have not seen him, so I'm trying to look up pictures. Oh, is the um, Matt sent the? I think Matt sent it to us on. Uh, was it on the Instagram? Did you send it? In one of our group chats. Yeah, you kind of gave up on one of our group chats, even though we're still providing content to it. On there a is some basis. content in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, whoops. Um, yeah, but, just Google, Google like Thor bulging arms or something, and you'll 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 find that shit. Yeah, yeah. I found it. Well, I thought yeah, he was also bulking up for the whole Kogan movie, but maybe he already filmed that too, too. Because he's trying mean, to get regardless of why he's bulking up, sweet Jesus. I mean, he's he, currently he's filming Thor, so that bulk is all that's Thor, Thor beef. That. that is that's pure Thor beef. Pure Thor beef. Hogan or Hulk beef? Oh, that's weird. Why is that, <laughs> his arms are honestly? I also like, didn't know that he was making a Hulk Hogan movie, which is kind of weird. I'm sure that was him. Right, let me double check that. I've been known to <laughs> spread fake. News. I mean, Hulk Hogan was pretty ripped for a period when he wasn't being just weird. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is doing a Hulk Hogan biopic. I would okay. watch that. I don't even on Netflix. Like, I don't give two shits about wrestling, but for some reason, all of the wrestling things that have come out on like Ric Flair or on like Andre the Giant or all those things—they're fascinating. The wrestling's interesting. <laughs> Glow is fun. I heard. I hear good things. Um. Okay. So. The TLDR, too many spinning plates. You guys seemingly don't care if any of the plates fall and break. And if this show is going to turn it around for either of you, it's going to be a goddamn miracle. I mean, potentially. I, I, I think it's it's like now or never. Like this is the episode where it needs to do something. And if it does, if it adds just another plate to spin, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Like, Either something needs development or resolution or or there needs to be some reason for me to give two fucks about this. Like at first was like, oh, I give fuck a f- is Sam and the other fuck is Bucky. Maybe they fuck each other. Like maybe that's the fuck. Fine. I mean, to be fair, you said the same thing about WandaVision and right. then they did give you that. So maybe right. that is, you know, you're calling it again. They'll start to unpack some of this stuff. Yeah. And it's maybe just the, the I, I feel like it, Wanda had a little bit was a lot better though. <laughs> yeah. But they also had a lot more time. Like didn't they have like two or three more episodes? All, uh, minutes, comparatively. So. Yeah. Cause you're looking at 30 minute episodes. So. Oh, right. I, f- I forgot that they were 30. It's like, yeah, I, I think I think Wanda Vision did the better job of uh, taking a concept and and executing it kind of like to the point without a lot of additional fluff. Given that each episode was thematic, this one, uh, Cap the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the episodes aren't thematic; they're just the next episode. So you get you know kind of standard TV show uh, arcs versus Wanda Vision, which was like. This is the Lucy episode. This is the Bewitched episode. This is right. the Modern Family episode, or or this is the Backstory episode. Um, so I think I think it had it go. It had that focus going for it that you could go in and be like, oh, cool, we're doing like a Malcolm in the Middle thing. How are we going to you know uh, follow that Malcolmish narrative or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, versus here, I think the frustration is that this is clearly 
a movie that was expanded outward to Matt's point to flesh out things, but then also not. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the oh. promise, the promise of fleshing out, but then not really delivering on much. I was that. promised flesh. Oh, Ooh, God. Is that the title of this episode? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, jot it down, but I really hope we can do better than that. Cause that's gross. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then I guess let's go and watch the episode like the friends that we are. And then we'll talk about it afterwards. Hello, we're the hosts of the Multiversity Manga Club podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Zach. And I'm Walter. Each month, we pick a manga to read and discuss among ourselves. Past books include Monster, A Silent Voice, and Pokemon Adventures. We also look back on the past month's installments of Weekly Shonen Jump, discussing the highs and lows from the Viz Anthology. We've even discussed notable manga adaptations like Netflix's Death Note. At the end of each episode, we announce next month's book club pick so you can read along with us. We're always open to suggestions for future books as well. So join us on the first Friday of every month on multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. of the falcon and the winter soldier the whole world is watching what do we think what uh are we have has the show won us over or not god no um (laughs) and i'm actually even losing interest in the main characters more (laughs) than i think i had before the show like i just have zero interest in them Falcon and Winter Soldier being Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, mainly because I've I've kind of come through the realization that they're also assholes in their own way, and especially like more of the dynamic that overall I think kind of came out in this episode is I know they've tried to frame it as you know Walker, you know, is kind of an asshole douchebag kind of in its own way too, but they've also been leading up to like. He has a lot of pressure on his shoulders, yada, yada. Um, and also Sam and Bucky kind of gave two, sh- like zero shits about that. <laughs> he was kind of like hanging around them and stuff like, hey guys, da, 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 and they're kind of like, fuck you. We don't like you. We're doing our own thing. Rather than being like people would be like, hey, we know what it's like because we've been around Steve and seen the pressure he's under. We'll work with you. We'll teach you a little bit about being a superhero and stuff like this and being in the eye of the public. But instead, they're like, fuck you. No, no, no. You don't get it, though. Sam only knows what it's like to lose someone talking to Carly. He can't relate to anybody else in any other situation because he just doesn't like them. I mean, if I'm being honest, I think I've definitely been in situations where I'm hanging out with a friend and there's this other person there and I'm just not really interested in them. Regardless of whether or not. Is that like a superhero quality, though? Because I feel like if this was portrayed as Steve Rogers was there or something and they're trying to build this into either Bucky or Sam, you know, probably should be 
the next Captain America. That seems like yeah. a very Captain American thing to be like, hey, let me like help you out kind of thing. But they're kind of just like, fuck you, guy. You're on yeah, your I own. I think they find his like, presence offensive. I yeah. mean, Bucky definitely. I think Sam was maybe a little bit more willing to give him a shot in episode two and then was mm-hmm. very quick to get annoyed with him um it's both just, in the back of that car ride but also then when he just kept interfering he kept showing up and like like you know bailing them out of um jail and whatnot yeah i think that's like sam's bigger don't worry point, he's but. gonna show up and ruin things again <laughs> I just, it just has kind of felt i've been like going back through the episodes in my mind too it's like when a new like kid joins like a sports team or something like a soccer team let's say and they kind of have like an imposter syndrome where like okay are they going to be able to play with others and stuff like that at the level that they want to play and like all the rest of the kids on the team are just kind of like yeah fuck you like not being team players basically like it they're all going through the same thing but sam and bucky are just kind of like yeah fuck you like <laughs> like oh you want to do this one thing no we're gonna go do our own thing like kind of go away rather than really trying to envelop him that that's kind of what i've gotten going back through the episodes too and like Um, yeah he's not like a perfect person and he's not like oh no like let me learn from you guys too and stuff like that but yeah i think that cuts both ways though like he's not being super like they're both being dicks to each other yeah no a hundred percent yeah and like i i feel like that's understandable from a new character who's not a superhero but they're throwing in the public eye and stuff but if we're supposed to like the two main characters they're not really making me like them <laughs> at all either yeah i don't give two shits about them like yeah, i mean i granted i, I didn't i didn't from the start and like yeah sure the john walker is an asshole as well and this episode like just kind of confirmed that more and more like yeah he has of course reasons for his assholishness everyone usually has their own reasoning behind it but just sam and bucky also just kind of seem like assholes to me too and i just don't care about them i was honestly gonna say this is probably my favorite episode out of the really the four. <laughs> that's I, I wrote down two things and one of the things i wrote was this was the best episode yet i think this is the best one they've done because um, i think something of like at least something it, of like something of consequence for one something of consequence happened and for two no it's i may just be the for one i'm realizing i don't know if i have a two um because because it kind of seems like they're just like coasting from person to person where they're not the ones progressing the story further it's just whoever the the person du jour is pushing pushing the story forward it's just like, oh, we found Zemo. Now Zemo's doing this thing, and Zemo's pushing this forward. And oh, now John Walker's here, so John Walker's going to push things forward. Like definitely, all the things are converging, so they can be pushed forward as a whole. It's not like mm-hmm. as many separate storylines yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't know. I still had a hard time just getting like they're coasting. this episode, like I have with the other ones. The only thing I'll say to your argument is like Steve Rogers was real quick to throw everybody under the bus to try and save Bucky. Like with the whole civil war thing. Not that we have to continuously just only talk about that other Yeah, movie. but then you keep fucking doing it. So <laughs> but, it's your own goddamn fault. 
as far as like take, taking an incredibly principled stance and then like after everything that he'd been through with uh, Tony Stark and Tony Stark kept reaching out and reaching out through that movie and being like, please, like, let's not do this. And Captain America's like, no, me and Bucky are going to be best friends forever. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's a very different scenario, though, of what I'm kind of like. I feel like I can't think of any instances because my brain's dead right now of where Steve Rogers is more of a character trying to protect others and be like, hey, be more understanding of their situations, which. Yeah, but then they like brutally beat the shit out of Iron Man right after he learns how his parents got killed, like. I, I, sure. I get what you're saying. While he's about also trying Sam to kill Bucky, them. But... Like, they didn't kill him. They're just like trying to stop him. So, like, yeah, no, I'm not saying Steve Rogers is the perfect person either, but I'm just saying I feel like he had a better stance on a lot of these situations where it came from more complicated characters or even villains as well. Um, versus how Sam and Bucky are. And if they are supposed to be the next kind of embodiment, which this whole show is about like, oh my gosh, who can you know carry on Steve's mantle and like keep doing what he was doing because he made the world a better place and no one else can live up to him. They're fucking shit figures for that too. So what does it matter if it's John Walker or Sam and Bucky? Because honestly, I couldn't care if it's any of them. I feel like this, I mean, we'll probably get to it in Matt's notes. I feel like this is, this episode had Sam's like okay yeah he makes sense as captain america like what we were complaining about the the before or the first half saying that there's been no real indication that he deserves anything the entire scene with carly i think is that moment yeah so like how can he act that way towards carly but not john not john walker too it's just inconsistencies like that like oh i'm gonna try and get this person who blew up all these people like i'm gonna try and understand them and be nice but this john walker kid who's trying to do his best fuck him like oh alexis railing against his inconsistencies is fucking favorite now if you can convert matt to do the same so then i just don't even have to talk it would be awesome. There's <laughs> one moment in this episode that made no sense to me. Um, There's a few, you could maybe like, no. you could maybe call it an inconsistency, but I don't know if it counts as an inconsistency. But there was definitely one moment where I was like, "How how the fuck does this make sense? What the hell? What?" I can say what it is now, or we can. You can, yeah. When Sharon Carter is sitting at a table and then all of a sudden has a tracker on John Walker. Yep. And he's like, oh, he's on the move. And I was like, because you should say she has satellites or something like that. Like, I don't honestly, I I assumed that she's the power broker, if I'm being real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we we all kind of assume that. Right. If she's walking through like this barricade of like armed guards and then she goes to this this penthouse bar and has iPad Max a billion point oh with a fucking satellite feed of John Walker's every move. Like, oh, cool. So this bitch clearly can do shit like she knows shit she has power she has influence she's not just some like outcast in madripoor she clearly knows she, she she clearly has her thumb on the scales yeah but ultimately i agree with you i think this is the best best episode so far i the second thing that i wrote down is i really wish to god this was just a movie because if they if you cut the fat off of this thing, there's something there. There's so there's much there. you don't need in the show. And yeah. you could you could have such a good solid 
two and a half hour movie. That's the, that's the thing. Instead of like, instead of it feeling like, oh man, we have this story, but it's too long and won't fit in a movie. So let's make it a show. So then we'll have six hours to do what we want with it. It more sounds like a, we have this idea for a movie that they won't pick up because they're going hell. Like they're, 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 they're really diving into TV series instead. So we need to pad this out so that we can pitch it to Disney to make it a TV show instead. So we add all of this instead of like the, oh, we can spend time going into these different nooks and crannies and learning more about these characters. It instead more feels like a, oh, fuck, 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 stall, 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 stall. Pat it out. We got to we got to do something. We got to hit this runtime. And that's what it feels like. Because we actually know that this was originally intended to be a movie or is this just kind of the guess? I, I'm the guess. just guessing. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine made the exact same comment of like Falcon and Winter Soldier are not big enough to uh, to helm a movie. So you make it a TV series. But part of me, like I hear that argument and I'm kind of like. Slap Marvel like, on anything you can you could they could helm a movie like. It, yeah, I, I, also, mm-hmm. yes. But it's like it's, it's they this the, Kevin Feige is like this idea or this plot or whatever this like mega arc like. At this point, whatever the fuck he wants to do, clearly they just let him. So I feel like if he said, no, I want to make a Falcon Winter Soldier movie, they'd be like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Here's your budget. Yeah, like, and it, who's who's telling him, hey, this this idea you want to do, you can't do when you've got like a million TV shows and movies all kind of slated down at this point. Like they, they're clearly just tossing yeah, cash at the guy. For, for sure, for sure. Like... He, he clearly has carte or should have carte blanche at this point to do whatever the fuck he wants. And like, I don't know. It, it's strange. It's all strange. Like this, this episode I think is like decent. I mean, it, it had the most compelling reason to tune in next week in terms of like a final scene. Correct. The first time. We're, and, and actually not for nothing that this being a TV series with the final scene of this episode, it is, it is good to be like, Oh my God. Like now I have to like, sit back and absorb that awful sequence um but i just can't i i would literally the entire time i'm watching this i'm like okay this is an essential scene this is a non-essential scene you could cut this this is essential scene okay it makes sense oh this one definitely like everything with sam's family it feels like such a waste it seems like it would have been such a cool idea it's like really explore more of sam and his life and now it's It's all superficial Hey, let's like quickly use your sister to arrange a meeting with Carly that also didn't totally make sense. Because why did she jump down and punch Bucky in the face? That seemed a little bit weird. Yeah, it seemed super abrupt, like got off the phone and then they're like, oh, he's on the move or something. Because they also got the the notification that that Walker was on the move and then they jump down and then get punched in the face. I'm like, but why? And she has to put on her mask right before that too. Yeah, the same with Zemo. Why did he put them? Like, strange. <laughs> what? Or yeah. uh, it, like, and I, I guess it kind of made sense. He like he fully suited up because he used the suit to like track Walker. But then there was even an, a scene earlier in the episode uh, that I was like, oh, this is essential. Oh, this is not essential. It's like Zemo's going up to the kids and like giving them candy, so they tell him where the funeral is. I was like, oh, this is like a good scene. And then, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you see those guys? Don't tell them anything. I was like, oh, is that going to have some payoff? Mm. No. He's, I guess he's just being a dick. <laughs> well, no, it was payoff. 
No, because then he went went with the kids and took them anyway. Yeah, but they they needed. They they couldn't tell him initially, or else they then Zemo has no leverage. The whole premise was that Zemo needed to be the one that had the leverage to get them to go where they needed to be. Because if Zemo didn't have that leverage, they could have just let the the Wakandans murder the fuck out of him and not given a shit, because they could already follow the thread. Uh, well, the Wakanda thing happened after that. That's that's what I'm. No, it, the Wakanda thing happened after the funeral. Oh, did it? Yeah, <laughs> I I I get what you're saying. Okay, but that was the whole reason thing. he needed the leverage in order to you know stay alive a bit longer. But also, Sam and Bucky never address it with him, so they're never they're never like, oh, you found out from the kid where the funeral is. Let's go back down to the park and or the 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 abbey or whatever. Yeah, it's weird that they don't. Him. They they just say like, oh, I know where the funeral is, and I'm going to use it as leverage. They're not like a, oh, we should investigate. They're like, oh, all right, yeah, they're, they're going to use that. He's going to use that to strong arm us. Okay, cool. Non essential. Cut it. <laughs> the the whole relationship that they have with Zemo still is just weird to me. Like buddy comfortableness when they're basically also meant to be like watching him making sure he doesn't escape like it's just weird all (laughs) of the all of the dynamics and and i've been harping on it since the start the 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 tone and the dialogue has been all over the fucking map and Mm -hmm. something that that should be like somewhat high tension and somewhat not like not all buddy buddy is like working with this mass murdering like prison escapee track down the the leaders of a a a terrorist organization like that doesn't really have all the trappings of uh ooh ha 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 tea and turkish delights like it's a it's it's weird and he's essential still i actually thought this episode at least had the most zemo moment when he sees the serum and he just immediately stomps like loses them. track and st- starts stomping them um which was i really enjoyed that um and he's just fucking smashed in the head poor guy but yeah poor guy all right uh let's go to the notes let's see what you got yeah so we did the flashback and bucky wakanda whatever like him being healed of his whatever by yeah uh and then we're back and like yo yeah 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 yo. we're gonna fuck zemo up um personal courtesy eight hours after eight hours we're fucking that bitch up one business day right it's just nice um yeah and Somebody go and re- they 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 have like the news story going or whatever the fuck talking about the the supply place that was blown up, and I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Like that that whole that whole bit, like they once again they have such. I I know it's harping on it because we already talked about it, but like they had an opportunity to make somebody that was like compelling and sympathetic as an antagonist and elected not to do so but then they try to they try to take it back by the at the funeral having like the all the 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 personal oh we're all in this together the this that and the other like i learned how to do all of this from donna blah 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 blah. and it's just like you had the opportunity 
to make this person sympathetic and you were doing it. I was sympathetic to this person's cause. And then you made them take a, take it a step too far. But now they're just like, Oh fuck, 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 fuck. I wish I didn't do that. Shit, 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 shit. And like, like they said the wrong thing at a dinner party and now they're trying to jam the words back in their mouth. And then they talk about like, Oh man, she made me be, want to be a better person. Fuck off, dude. Like, and then they try to humanize her through the, the conversation with, with Sam as he's like talking her down off the ledge. And it's just like, stop. Like, stop trying to do this when you already like dehumanized her. I'm very much, I'm very much with you. I was like, oh, cool. We're doing the sympathetic thing again. It's like, great. Erin Kellerman's a good actress. Yes, Carly could very much be sympathetic and she plays it really well. But like the bombing fucked it up. And then if they like if you'd cut that, if you're, you're, if you're making the ideal movie, you cut that and then you still keep the one later in the episode, it would be fine because that almost seems like a fuck up. Now it just feels like she's intentionally doing worse Correct. and worse things, which, OK, maybe she is right. Uh, that's what they say. Like the super soldier just pulls out pulls out who you are inside it makes you the 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 big the best you it just makes you more you or whatever right. so maybe she always was i guess a uh a, a, a a supremacist as well. also yes i was trying to think of the language from the show sure. <laughs> but also yes a dick so yeah i i don't know like you can't you can't put that genie back in the bottle once it's out so it's like no like, even if they have her fucking petting bunnies and and like I don't know, taking plastic rings off of turtles necks in the next episode. It doesn't fucking matter. Like you're, you're done. You already, you, you, you killed three people. And of course, like for some reason, they felt the need that 11 injured and three dead wasn't sufficient. They needed to say one was a new father that just had the job, like just gotten the job like a month ago. And I'm like, cool. You realize you're trying to make this character sympathetic. And then in the same sentence doing everything in your power to make her not sympathetic and like do you think that this is complex writing like is are you just like oh man people are complicated man like is that your 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 i think feel like that's like their take on it like an i am 14 and this is d type of type of bullshit and like or they just realize they still have to make this person a villain because they are the villain in this scenario but they're right. like man but they they have a cool premise but they still need to be Evil. Yeah, like, but like, <laughs> like from from okay. a certain perspective, Robin Hood was evil. Like, if you were one of the rich people he was stealing from, that person was evil. Like, <laughs> so it's like, like if if you're trying to do this, like, a, oh, all people, like, there's it's a spectrum, and depending on your perspective, somebody's good or bad, but their actions are at least consistent. Fine. Like, I could think this person is evil, and you could think this person isn't evil because we're coming at it from two different angles but their actions are at least consistent. Her, she's all over the yeah. fucking map. I, um, uh, two, two slightly disparate thoughts, but um, ultimately I'm with you. Uh, the first thought was, I remember reading uh, a, a little thing about WandaVision and how, basically like how they came to the decision that like the center of the show is really grief, despite all the other stuff in there every other parody and every other blah 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 blah. like each each episode had to encapture like different aspects of grief um and i was like oh yeah like that makes sense and this is really interesting and like i think that that definitely uh it 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 tracks um so you think about 
Winter Soldier and Falcon. And I, it feels like they're really trying to get into that like gray territory that you're talking about. Um, this episode in particular is kind of more trauma e because you start with Bucky's trauma. You learn a little bit more about Carly. You definitely learn a lot more about John. And I didn't even like put it into the back of my head. I was like, oh, yeah, he's like a soldier. He's just like a- average, like, you know, every G.I. Joe, whatever. Uh, and then in this one, you kind of learn like, oh, look, he's actually like carrying some real battle scars um, with him. And I was like, oh, that actually makes him a little bit more interesting. And then the second thought um, on the same vein was I rewatched Rogue One recently for mm-hmm. no real reason. But then I was like reading about how the movie was made and they were talking about uh, or Gareth Edwards was the director. I think he was talking about how his goal of the movie was that you really as much as you might like the cast, you it was he tried to make it hard to sympathize with them because this was a a. a more war e star wars movie and in, it's in on the wars, wars it's like your your perspective is what determines whether something is good or bad and so that was his that was his goal in the movie it's like you watch what the rebels are doing but you still start that movie with cassian andor just flat out murdering a guy like an informant he just flat out shoots him and then you know runs away it's like yeah cassian andor is cool and all but he's kind of a dick he even tries to kill uh, Mads later in the movie. It's true. So, anyways, uh, slightly disparate thoughts, but uh, I'm. I think the, I think they're trying to do what other things have done better. You so. could you could you could say we're trying to do things that have been done better. The TV show. That's the entire thing. Like, oh, we're trying to do Civil War slash Winter Soldier, but better, but not. Like. Yeah, all, all... I don't even know if they're even they're not even trying to do those things. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing like a lesser version of everything. <laughs> Correct. I just yeah. I don't remember the specific scene. So then then we're 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 in the room um and they're whatever talking about Turkish delights. Um trying to figure out where the funeral is blah 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 blah. And then I think that's when we see the, or they do the news article, the news story thing. And Carly's like, oh shit. Like she has like a reaction as if like she wasn't expecting increased sanctions and increased regulation and increased scrutiny over their actions. And I'm like, you blew up a sub, like a supply uh, depot. Why would, and, and murdered several people. Like, why would you think that that wouldn't have any repercussions? I don't know. I, I fucking yeah. I don't know. Um, there's a strange thing in which eh, I'll save this comment for when we talk about the end scene. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. Um, then they're 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 walking around the town, find trying to figure out uh, where uh, what is it, Donia Madani, Donia Madani, or something like that. Mama Donia, Mama Donia, something like that. Mamma Mia. Um, so they're they're walking around trying to find Mamma Mia. Um, Sam's going through the buildings, and they're like, "Bro, we know who the fuck you are. We're not your friends. Fuck you." And Bucky's having similar luck. And then Zemo had the idea. <laughs> I'll sing "Baba Black Sheep" in the creepiest way that's ever been sung, and give children candies, and then they'll whisper in my ears all the secrets of these funerals. 
That's how you can tell he's a villain. It's because he sang a nursery rhyme in a very creepy way. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Very creepy. Very creepy and unpleasant. And then, yeah, don't don't tell those two bad two men. Those are those are two bad men. Enjoy the Turkish delights. There's a thing in that scene that it's like lightly addressed, but like not addressed enough for my liking because it's like you've got all of these people uh, who are or who feel uh, disillusioned by the Global Repatriation Council, right? Is that, that yeah, that's what it is? something like that. Um, and they don't trust Sam. And there's like this really wonderful thing where I was like, I, I expected them to say something about Sokovia and all of the stuff that will like, you know, triggered. Like, oh, we've seen what you've done before or something like. Yeah. But then they don't, uh, the, the people Sam talked to doesn't. But right at the beginning, um, Zemo does say like, oh, like I used to come here all the time you know, this all used to be wonderful when I was a child or something like that, which like lightly alludes to it, but I kind of expected them to at least address that people don't trust them a little bit more because of stuff like, like that. Like there's a, there, like because of the actions that have defect, directly affected the area is why people may not be so eager to lend an ear or a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's backstory there. There's something interesting you could do there, but they don't. <laughs> It's 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 like the the moral of this whole but I, story. But I'm not saying they. I want them to be adding things. I want them to be subtracting things right now. No, I I understand. But you could subtract some some shit that's garbage, like the the on the nose dead drop of soldier serum in a cemetery. Like you could you could nix that because like that doesn't really. It's kind of unnecessary. We know she has the serum. Like her just having it isn't a weird concept. Um, whatever. Um, I feel like they were just doing that whole scene for that one comment. Like, oh, I don't know if I should tease you about being a Captain American fan, Captain America fan. Ha ha ha. Right. Basically, to be like, oh, you know, maybe she'll just fucking like whoever ends up being Captain America there. But I feel like they've already done that like three or four times too. Yeah. In different ways. Like, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going the other way with that comment. Well, either either or doesn't really matter. Because the dude, because like, that's the that's the dude. The the dude who's like, oh yeah, I loved Captain America as a kid. Like, that's the dude from the final scene. Yeah, I mean, either way, or just no, saying like, that's why I thought hey, that like, was done. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Once again, seems unnecessary. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. That that, that doesn't make the action Do taken need it to have <laughs> feel like that doesn't make it. I don't I don't think it makes that a stronger scene or it, like. I think it, it's powerful enough on its own. What is happening? You don't need to like add any seasoning to it. It's already strong. Like, yeah, I there's a lot of like the these... little addition. If I'm being honest, yeah. yeah. I feel like these these kind of like separate comments or even just scenes where maybe they aren't even having dialogue among the flag smasher people people is just wholly unnecessary. Like we know who the main person is that's Carly and that's all they really focus on is like her agenda her thing like yeah there might be people who are like oh we don't agree with what you're doing but they aren't really raising them up to be like separate characters or anything so they're all just kind of random yeah oh my god one has actually been we don't care (laughs) yes I have subtitles on and one of the people um his name is Lennox yeah but no there's there was another one in one of the scenes that had one line 
um, when they're on like the the not the terrace, but like the the second floor like balcony thing where they where Sam was meeting up with them, his his uh, it was doing like names before the the subtitle text. It just said Super Soldier. It didn't yeah. it didn't give them a name. It just said Super Soldier says these words. Yeah, and okay. it. it- in other scenarios, series, movies, whatever, you usually have like a character of an organization like this, but they never, you know, show these other characters because it's unnecessary. All you really see is scenes with them and then like the people in the background to know that there's, yes, people there's behind the henchmen. Them. But it's while those... we've, we've had like these four, five or something, like random little side conversations, it's just like, why? <laughs> it's it's definitely padded out because we're in a show. If this was a movie, you would only have Carly and the others would be kind of like these like disposable whatever extra dudes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm... it would be nice to have like Carly and like the one that's constantly telling her like slow down a little bit here. We don't have to be murdering people. Like I think you can have that like at least one other person. But yeah. and that's again that's why I liked this scene of the guy being like, yeah, you know, you can't really trust Sam, but you know, Captain America, he seemed kind of like a cool thing or a cool idea. I liked Captain America and then uh that final scene is such a huge dividing point for all of the characters now cuz it kind of it's going to force everybody in a specific direction, right? Like towards almost inevitable specific actions, which we'll talk about when we get there. But that's why I like that little addition. Not saying I cared about this, like (laughs) super soldier number two. Um, featured extra super soldier he, number he two decapitate or whatever the hell happened they didn't even really show anything that was weird editing at the end too yes yeah, so then we have, we have a, a weird phone call between sam and sharon where he's asking for like satellite support or something and she's like yeah yeah i can hook you up and they they oh there was a scene oh resources. that's why she had the i the giant t- okay yeah no they meant they mentioned it that, that's the scene where she's on the phone and she's walking like past cement barricades and like 80 dudes with guns and she likes walking, just she's just breezing on past them. And I was like, oh, so she's obviously the power broker. Cool. I missed the like the okay, the satellite pieces make a little bit more because I thought yeah, he was but, just like asking for like a one-off favor. Uh it sounded like he was, but it sounded like he was asking like for any like support or connections. And she was like, Oh yeah, I have a satellite. I can I can I can have I have access or, to it. Or a few with. satellites or something. It's like, how the fuck do you have like, a few okay. satellites, bitch? Just unlimited resources. Great. You're oh, apparently you, you poor person who ended up on this island that oh, you don't even want to be at, but you're oh, super rich and have all this access to everything. Like poor you, <laughs> so hard you have to be on Madripoor all alone with all your satellites and all your armed guards. Well, the other option is that she's not the power broker, but she is indebted to the power broker because otherwise, why bother making a deal with Sam to get some kind of like what does the power broker get out of extradition from Madripoor? Because if the power broker is really that powerful and good at brokering, couldn't the power broker come up with their own deal to get out? Like, I'm with you. Sharon being the power broker seems to make sense because it's like they're going to reveal the power broker's identity. It has to be someone we know. It has to be someone we care about or or it'll just be some some random jamoke, yeah. I suppose. But And it could literally have nothing to do with actual extradition for her. She might not even care about that, but as a way to keep in contact with Sam 
and have a purpose behind that contact and stuff like start that. Start a power brokerage Perhaps. firm in the States. Start the only power brokering between the two of them. The only, I, I do think uh, she's the likely power broker. The only thing I think that kind of puts like a weird, a weird whatever in it is like after the scene in the docks when she picks up the phone and says, we have a problem. Like to me, it's like, who is she calling? Or is she just leaving herself a, a voice memo? Or she's calling her second in command or something like that. Who knows? She's calling her super soldier number three. Yeah. The the one person that we saw call the power broker when they tried to shoot that one guy in like the second episode or whatever. Could be that person. I don't know. Who knows? And Sharon would have the most logical reason for wanting more of the super soldier serum. All things considered. Yeah. But anyway, so that's how we lay the the groundwork for her magically having satellite access to be able to track Good. John Walker later. Because thank Christ we did that. Um, I mean, it, it it cleared something up for me, so I'm very happy. Don't let's maybe pump the brakes. Very happy seems a little extreme. <laughs> um, I'm just happy to be here with you guys. Yeah. Um. So then Cap just shows up in Latvia. He's like, "Sup, bitches." What the what the fuck? What's the what's the haps? Like, where's this uh, where's this biddy being buried? And fuck Zemo, right? And they're like, well, he knows where the funeral is, but he's not telling us me. Um. Oh, and also, I like that that, that Cap was saying that they were going to be like trying to. It looked like they were going to be trying to sneak a little bit, doing a little bit of a sneaky sneak incognito situation. And I'm like, you're in red, white, and blue tights with a shield on your back. In in Latvia. Like, you kind of stick out. <sighs> Side note. When he meets up with the kid again to to get led to the funeral, why is he then greasing her palms with a, a fucking five hundy? She, he just... he op- opens with fucking Turkish delights. Like, oh, here's a dollar fucking candy. Go fuck yourself. Called grooming, Matt. Ooh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was gonna go just the charitable route, the the lawful evil. Like, yeah, he he he's a murderer. He hates super soldiers, but he likes he likes poor people. No, I'm going the Maxwell route. I mean, I I already said Zemo the pedo in a previous episode, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and and then they they have the funeral scene where Carly's like humanizing or trying to humanize herself more. Oh, oh my God, all my family is dead, but everybody like ignore the fact that I killed three people and injured eleven more. Oh my God, my family's dead. Um, and the Sam being like, yo yo yo, let me go in alone. And Cap's like, oh okay, ten minutes, and then we're going in. He doesn't wait 10 minutes because he's a piece of shit. Did you time it? No. Uh. It was just obviously not 10 minutes. It wasn't it wasn't a quarter of that episode. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> um and then he does the classic like, "Oh, you've lost family members. I know what it's like to lose somebody." And I'm like, "I've seen this in so many things at this point the oh i'm i i understand what it's like to be in your shoes 
leading a terrorist organization at age 17 after your entire family dies and half the world's population was blipped away for five years. I know exactly what you're going through. Bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> Stop doing really this. I liked this scene. I mean, we knew it's it's tracks that's consistent for Sam's character because this is how we met him. This is what he he did before. Right. It's it's it, it's his thing. It's it's yeah. But like, like, there's a lot of really like even just the way the scene is laid out, right? Like he, uh, you know, he he's got his hands in his pockets. Like he turns his back to her and like sits down at certain points. Like if you think about what Sam is doing to gain her trust through that scene. It's actually it's it's it it felt like one of the more thoughtful thoughtful scenes they put together, right? Like him literally sitting down and turning his back to her when she he is a normal person and she is a super soldier. All she had to do is fucking kick him in the back of the head at that point, and he's done for. But he's showing that trust. I actually, yeah, I really liked. Oh, I'm Fine. with you. Like I get it. Yeah, he doesn't know what it's like to. He was blipped, so he don't. He doesn't know what it was like for for people. But, but like, yeah, I, this is. I his, do this like is his the job. way that they. Yeah, and I like that they brought that that aspect out. Like that's the first Fine. time he felt like he deserved to be Captain America. It's like, oh man, he was trying to empathize and showing, uh, you know, showing that trust that he was going to give to her. But but that's all. That's all fake. Why is it fake? If you're a hostage negotiator, you're not actually curious about that dude's like relationship with their father. There are means to an end. There are means to those hostages being released. Like being a negotiator like this, I think is 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 inherently fake. It, it it's like it's like if you were watching a surgeon perform surgery and you're like, oh wow, this surgeon is surgerizing. It's like you're just watching somebody do their job. I'm not giving them praise for doing their job. I think it's a pretty tough job that I couldn't no, do. No fucking shit. I couldn't do a lot of jobs. Like, <laughs> fucking what? I could do a lot of jobs. Um, like, fuck. So, like, yeah, fine. Like, I understand. That's such a weird cynical response, though. No shit. That's, have you, like, hung out with me before? <laughs> But yes, fine. Trying to empathize, showing the trust, showing like, hey, yo, we're not enemies, even though we very clearly are. Um, yeah, wh whatever. Like, I thought it was fine. And then obviously, like, 13 seconds later, Johnny Walker just needs to fucking take a chill pill. The dude sucks and he needs to know that he sucks and he needs to stop. But like props to Wyatt Russell for doing this character so well. Okay. What way? I I cannot remember the last time I watched something where I like I really, really hated the character. Like I hate John Dude, Walker. Really? <laughs> what did what did I hate? No, not you. I'm saying how is that possible? Oh, characters usually, are so fucking easy to hate. Uh, who's easy to hate? Any, there's so many characters that suck. It's so easy to hate characters. I don't understand how it, it's like a, like it, it was the same thing that I had with like Catherine Hahn. It's like, yeah, 
she's doing the, the role well, but I'm not like, whoa, holy shit, roll out the red carpet. She's fucking crushing it on all cylinders. I'm like, no, she's an actor and she's reading the lines and she's doing them well. It's not like transforming anything. Like it's the same such thing with a him. Strong like, word. Like it's one thing to like dislike or have no interest in a character. I, I like to have a character show up and be like, "Oh, I hate this guy." Like that takes a lot more to at least pull that emotion out of me. I know you're Mister. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate that. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, this is dumb. Yeah, but, oh, I hate this. Stupid. But I think you. I I think it's like there there are, like, it's like saying like, "Oh man, wow." whoever i can't remember uh ian mckellen not ian mckellen uh ian mcdermott oh man wow he did such a good job with the emperor because i really hated that character it's like no he's literally the embodiment of evil and you're supposed to hate that character it's nothing to do with his talent it's just because that character is meant to be hated never hated the emperor then clearly you were like weren't watching the movie I mean, I knew the emperor was a bad guy. He just didn't pull that emotion out of me. I don't know. That's weird. I think why is doing a good job. You can suck a dick. I think he's fine. I think he's once again. I don't think he's doing poorly. I just think he's fine. Like, like I, he's fine. I don't hate his character though. I just find him annoying more than anything, which I don't <laughs> think is what they're going for. Yeah, they're not going for so, just generally <laughs> agitating. Just like, oh my god, like I just don't care about seeing him in scenes. I'm just like, kind of when he pops up, I'm kind of just like, cool, let's just move on. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he's not a hateful character to me, though. Johnny what's Walker. The, what's the last character you, like, really hated, Alexis? Oh, I don't know. Plenty, though. There's plenty. <laughs> uh, throw throw the poster for Suicide Squad up sure. on a dartboard and just huck one. Done. Sure. That is both that that is through fault of the actors and the writing and the everything though. So <laughs> that it wasn't deliberate hatred. The, the okay, like a deliberate hatred would be like that little kid from uh, Game of Thrones, that little shitbag, whoever that. Which I one, think. man? Uh, the kid, <laughs> the little kid, the, the, the blonde one, who was the Joffrey. King. Joffrey yeah oh yeah that's, a that's good, someone that's you can really one. hate and that's like yeah good he, acting to that yeah point he did a well. really great job Joffrey was very hateable that's a mm-hmm. good call sure definitely not the last person that I've hated but the <laughs> I guess best embodiment of a character that I've hated yeah but that's that's what I mean right like sometimes an actor just does that much better of a job that you, you don't hate it because it's shit like Suicide Squad you hate it because it's like oh like wow fuck this character fuck what they're doing fuck everything about them and it's it's because the actor is doing such a great job in embodying that i think a lot of the times not for nothing marvel villains are like enjoyable but i don't think any of them are so dastardly or like even thanos i'm just like oh like thanos is fucking cool man like i don't hate thanos like i don't know if i would give it the credit to the actor though because it's so many mixed parts like the actor is a part of it but it's the scripting it's the scenarios it's the plot all of that that makes a character more hated like i don't know because i haven't like it would be interesting to see oh if different actors acted out the same thing the same scenario right if recast it 12 times and we can see right and if i hate hate, like the majority of them it's probably more of the plot or something versus the actor i don't know we need a hate scale 
we need a scale. scientific yeah. hate experiment in order to get that scale. Though. Yeah, like if anybody else read Anakin's line in the prequels, like would one of them be like, oh man, this is actually a good character now? No, because the writing's trash. It's like the writing's like an actor can't bring writing like writing dumpster fires out of the dumpster. Unless they're good at improv. Like, yeah, like act act the shit out of, oh, I hate sand. Like. (laughs) Maybe Meryl Streep could definitely do it. Yeah, like, honestly, in my head, I was was like, well, what if you cast Ian McKellen in a remake of The Room? (laughs) Yeah, like, do you you think it would be, oh, my God, wow, throw throw the Oscar at him? Probably, yeah. It would just be because it's a remake of the room, though. So now we're just getting all into resting on the laurels of the the previous accomplishments. Already, yeah, it's an impossible experiment. As far as it's true, Um, we're just gonna go in circles. Yeah. So he breaks in, and she's like, "Oh, I trusted you. What the fuck?" Um, and obviously they come back, and Zemo's gone because, duh, not yet. Well, oh right, yeah, yeah. He disappears with the handcuffs. Duh. Yeah, because okay, got it. Like a fucking course he did. Not the El Chapo thing. No, which is also good. Um, and then he was busy getting a gun, or they didn't frisk him on the way in, and like just had a gun and just shot the shit out of Carly. Yeah, why would they frisk him? No reason. Um, and then I was like, yeah, at least he's sticking to his fuck super serum shit because <laughs> yeah he just kind of stomps that shit um yeah and then obviously there's one I've been so fucking annoyed if he's like i'm gonna give myself the super serum to show how bad it is i would have been so mad <laughs> that would have been really stupid i mean yeah and like obviously fucking cap takes one and blah 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 blah, blah brings it with him and no, this was the scene. I just said the subtitles just called that dude super soldier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're, we're second meeting or second meeting when we're like, um, with the Dora. Uh, yeah. We're, we're not there just yet, but we go back to Sharon again. Or did I just write that Sharon is the power broker? I took these notes on my phone, so they're not as elaborate as they usually are. Um, so pardonnez-moi. Um, like, I can't remember who said blood isn't always the solution. Was that Sam? was that Caps was that Caps meeting with um, with uh, Stargate fucking whatever the fuck? When they're like in the lobby, like shooting, like shooting the shit, being like, "Yo, would you have, would you shoot up that star?" Yeah. When I say Stargate, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think that that was that. I think that happens after that, the door scene. Be, yeah, that may that may be later. He's like, they weren't even super soldiers, and I couldn't hold my own. Right. I will say, I had a bad joke here. Um, whoever said blood isn't always the solution, I said, but blood is a solution. <laughs> science jokes now is this what we've turned into <laughs> yes matt science stroke hour marveling at i don't have anything for that i'm too tired for that um you gotta you gotta go you gotta get a lot 
more closer to the dirt for your bad jokes. Like, what in Britain? Um, do you think they have biscuits on websites? F- fuck you. Like, that's a bad joke. I mean, I sent you that Fred Durst should start a, a business in his later years as a moyle and it would be limp brisket. Does that, that not, that does funny. that, oh, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thought of all people, you would enjoy a moyle joke. I do enjoy a moyle joke, but if you're going to make a, a limp brisket joke, I feel like you should have gone like the butcher route. That's no fun. Or, I, we already talked about this. Did you Brisses know are funnier than Barbie. uh Fred Durst was apparently on a TV show recently as as a DJ. On it's like on a, we're gonna go. This is a dumb sidetrack. I was flipping through stuff on HBO Max and there was a show that was called like like four millennials or like oh god two millennials and five baby, real or shot. some like some really weird title like that. And it seemed like they were trying to do like an Eric Andre style, like oh it's like it's partially like a talk show. But then it's also just this dude running around doing pranks on people in the real world. And for whatever reason, his DJ is Fred Durst as DJ Durst. I hate that. Why? Fred Durst sucks. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, whatever. So now we're back in the room. Uh, Wakandans are back here to, to, to collect. Um, and what are, what are they? The Dora Milaje, something like that. It's a cool fucking name. I like that. Um, and 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 Cap tried to be like, oh, we're you're out of your jurisdiction, says Captain America in Latvia. <laughs> fucking fuck yourself, oh, America Walker. has jurisdiction everywhere. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. what we've learned throughout history? My apologies, I forgot. We, we can murder wherever we want to I've seen Team America, World Police. I, I get it. I'm pretty sure that was a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just wrote, watching Cap and Battlestar get their dicks pushed in while Zemo enjoys some scotch is pretty great. Because <laughs> they're, they're just getting pounded. Rightfully so, because they're fucking warriors and they're little bitch babies. Oh, Battlestar isn't bad. I have nothing against Battlestar. He's been fine. Johnny's been the, the bitch boy. The relationship between US agent, Captain America, Johnny Walker, whatever, uh, and Battlestar is what I was referring to with like with Carly and like the one henchman that gets a name or something. Right. Like the sidekick or the the like second in command or whoever. Yeah. Like he doesn't suck. Number two. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Um, yeah, and then Zemo chapoed because, of course, he did. Um, I am assuming that uh, the Dora are gone, just like Isaiah's never going to get referenced again, or we're never going to see right. Sam's sister's kids. But if Zemo doesn't come back, yeah. Zemo come back. <laughs> exactly. That's a good one. All right. There are no rules anymore, apparently. Um, okay so now yeah now it's cap and hey matt did you hear about 
the guy who got injured playing peekaboo he ended up in the icu oh boy Ugh. i see you smiling alexis isn't at all <laughs> not even like a uh, you cracked she didn't <laughs> yeah i'm very tired if i said that already <laughs> um so yeah we're we're in the lobby and oh captain can i get your autograph and i was like and battlestar gets just fucked over there and he's like oh i do a cool thing with like a star and shit like that bitch will never know <laughs> fucking sucks um i mean it'll his autograph would be worth way more in about 15 minutes. Um, <clears throat> hey, if you had super serum, would you take it? Hell fucking yeah, I would. Oh, okay. Yeah, because then they do like the, oh, like we could have saved so many more people and blah, 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 blah. But also you have the same dialogue with Sam. Oh, where he's he's like, nah. Almost immediately, yeah. He's He's got that yeah. conviction, and Zemo's like, good. I like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I do I want to... And, and, oh, but also, like, what's the what's the answer there? Zemo, I would shove it directly into my jugular because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this dude who's made it his life mission to murder anybody and anything associated with Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, dude, I totally... Fucking injected in my pee hole. I don't care. I'm fucking being a super soldier. No, that doesn't seem like the right answer. But it does seem like a he's going to try and murder Bucky soon type of thing. It is interesting that Zemo hates the super soldier program so much when a lot of what he has anger towards is really like American imperialism and the Avengers and Stark. It's just like a pro. It's just like a product of American imperialism, or like a tool through which they were able to imperialize. <laughs> I suppose. Sure. Um. Yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, I mean, who the yeah, who the fuck knows if we'll even see Zemo again? Like, we fucking better. With two episodes, dude. Like yeah if we're going to resolve this by flag smashers are disbanded, he's going to show up and he's going to shoot John in the head. Zemo's fine. John gets killed. There's no more captain America. Like there's a lot of things. And, and, and the power broker exists out there in Madripoor somewhere, just brokering power. Like there's a lot of bullshit going on. And I don't know if any of the resolutions we get to are going to feel organic or just rushed garbage again. I mean, they're more, uh, they're relatively connected though. Like yeah, the sure. flag smasher stuff is directly connected to the power broker. Um, Zemo is directly connected to the flag smashers because they are the ones with the super soldier serum. Yeah. But honestly, Walker it, it, is going after them too. Like it, it, they all kind of centralize around yeah, but with the like, flag but smashers. The, so the way I kind of see all of these different intertwining things is a picture picture all of these different threads are meters and they're just like slowly dropping like just consistently throughout uh like it's like an interestometer in these different threads and then anytime any one of them gets a little bit too low somebody will get a text from the from the the power broker saying we're gonna fuck you up 
and then that'll raise it back up and then it'll slowly descend again. Like nothing's actually happening to, to change that. It's just like somebody said the words power broker in order for it to trend on Google again. And then the meter just keeps going down until they do it again. Like there's really been nothing they've done. Everybody just keeps talking about the power broker randomly just saying that they exist. So the power broker is Mephisto then. Fine. Sure. Uh, fucking, I don't care. Maybe in a different multiverse it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Now Carly's like, Hey, I'm going to give your family a call and be like, Hey, tell Sam to come alone or else, you know, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck your kids up. Like going to go hang out by the dock and fuck you up. Oh yeah. I know about the dock behind your house. Fuck you. Tell Sam to come alone. Going to know I'm fucking serious. And then he just doesn't go alone. <laughs> like if, 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 if a mass murdering psychopath called a family member of mine and said, Hey, I'm going to fuck you up unless, and tell your brother to meet me here alone. And then they didn't meet me there alone. I'd be on the next flight to fucking Louisiana and fucking that sister up. I, who, who are you in that story? I'm everyone. You were, you were the one being called. We are the world. I don't know who I am. Someone anymore. was calling you threatening your family. And now you're going to, Matt to just beat your sister up. Personalities. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I called myself. Um, but yeah, that, that, that seemed like a bold play. Like, you know how serious she is about this. And then you just said, fuck that. And then she was like, yeah, all right. But not really. All right. I feel like Sam was like, no, Bucky, don't. <laughs> oh, wow. That was convincing. Thank you. Yeah. Boy. I feel like that's been him in all the scenarios with Bucky where he's like, no, we should, you shouldn't do that, Bucky. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's also like... Uh, what am I going to do to stop this murder machine? No, don't do it. Fuck you. No, I'm going to do it anyway. Bucky, stop. No, don't. Oh, Bucky, no. Oh, side note that I didn't mention. In the, the, the Wakandan fight, the, the one person who like basically de- Well, I did actually. Did I write that down? I didn't write down my joke. Um, I, somebody deactivated his arm and it just like fell off. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, at least she stopped fighting him once he was unarmed. That's, that's, that's a good that's, one. That's what I that's wrote down. That's a good down. one. No. That one's cute. That's a good thank, one. Thank you. Nothing, nothing cuter than losing an arm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like that was a that was a classic golden eye rule. You can't engage if they don't have a gun. It's not chill. <laughs> it was the point in, in Perfect Dark. If you played with like auto aim turned on, it wouldn't auto aim to some, there was a setting you could turn on and off for auto aim, whether or not they were unarmed. So if they were unarmed by default, it would not auto target onto them because it knew that that was fucked. There's, there's honor in battle. <laughs> um, <laughs> where were we? That is armor's easy to install. Yeah. You just pop it back on and hit a button. Yeah. Just grafts right back on in. Would have been really fucked up if they did like a side view and we just saw like into his torso through presumably a, a hole right there. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of this. Um. Well, so, okay. So then Cap and Battlestar are storming this building. What were they? I can't remember what they were 
what lead they were chasing, like why they were going into that building in the first place. Was it to find Zemo? Like, did they have an idea that Zemo was in there? Like, they were purely going after the flag smashers at that point. But I feel like but Carly, Carly mentioned something about dividing them. So maybe... oh, right, like she deliberately had them meet her there because yeah. she knew that. But but where would what were they going to do in the first place? To fight other flag smashers? Just I going guess. to just kick ass and take names? Oh, well, because they also went to different places, right? Because they were yeah, they were in different places. Walker had to go find Lamar after Lamar got grabbed. Well, they weren't in different places. I thought Lamar just went in before he did because it was in the same building. He just goes up the stairs. And I thought they just start fighting people separately and Lamar gets captured. And yeah, because there's plenty of people. It just seemed it seemed like they were storming a building with purpose because Cap has a gun, which is fucking weird. But like Cap with like gun and shield going up the stairs. Lamar for some reason goes in before he does and gets ganked by someone and is just then tied up. Like I have no concept of why they were in that building in the first place. Like I may have just missed something completely. Like I know you're right. Carly did say something about deliberately dividing them, but like how did they lure Walker and company to the other random abandoned housing project something? They didn't even bother to say anything about that. <laughs> they were just kind of there. And yeah. you know, it was just they like, oh, we're here more now. Filler for that. No. We're here now and Cap has a gun. What else do you need to know? Matt, are you currently scrubbing through the episode to see if there's something that happened? AP. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I, like, yeah, I, I watched... it really does go straight from the scene of them, them chatting uh in that bar and be like would you take the super soldier serum and then they're and in that suddenly building suddenly they're in that building and i don't know why they were in that building so there's there's no clear indicator as to job. yeah like like sam and bucky are are meeting carly because carly threatened his family i get it but there didn't they seem must, to be any i mean they're going after the flag smashers that's the main thing that they've been doing so you sure. have to assume that carly's mm-hmm. divide them plan purposefully gave them a lead to come to that building so that they could split up cap and battlestar sure so they capture battlestar um cap loses his shit also spoiler alert i mean i guess at most you had sharon kind of randomly addressing and being like oh he's on the move Yeah, he's on the move but it's like but why (laughs) did he just go to mcdonald's or is he like storming a building with a gun there are two very different things. Uh, well, depends which All right. McDonald's and which part of the country. In Latvia? <laughs> Did, oh, you haven't seen Coming to America. Okay. Never mind. Oh. I was going to say, I didn't know McFlurries were that hot of a topic. Um, yeah, Sharon just says, looks like he's found them or maybe they found him. And then Sam's like, we've got to go. And then they go and, Carly, and Carly's like, fuck you. Let me put on my mask and kick your asses for a second. Yeah. For some reason, like, And then why? have to run to the location that you guys are heading to, just in case you didn't already know. Right. And, I, right, and she's going to Even though the there. whole point was to separate everyone. She's yeah. Gonna run back. There. Yeah. And she's going to, she's going to also be in the room that they fight in already. Mm-hmm. She's not a great leader. <laughs> sure. Yep. Um, 
So, so then they're, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. And Lamar gets very murdered. Why does everything stop there? Yep. I wrote that so, too. Like, oh, they've tried at least to kill other people and all right. of a sudden they do and they're like, shit. Like, well, what they, did you they think have the end murdered result? other people, no problem. But this earlier, one person, like, like the end result of this would have been, like how, how, how yep. do you see this ending? Earlier when I was like, oh, I'm going to make a comment. Oh, but I'm going to save it for later. Um, yeah, they were very much like fighting for blood. Like they're there to murder each mm-hmm. other. And then they're like, oh, oh, whoopsie nosies. Oh boy, did I give this guy an Uber boo-boo? Oh no, let's all stop and take off our masks and humanize ourselves for a moment because so I a, threw this guy into a support beam. It's okay to punch each other until you knock them unconscious. Well, even in the earlier episodes, they both threw them off of a truck without yeah. trying to save them. A truck going 60 miles per hour. Like, oh, you don't think they were trying to kill them then? Like what? <laughs> Right, like the entire goal is they're trying to murder you. So why they all took this moment of like, oh fuck, we didn't want to kill the guy that wasn't a dickhole. Like <laughs> he was actually pretty okay, kinda. Oh, like yeah. it, it, it just seemed weird that like the world stopped in that moment. It was so weird, yeah. Especially since like there's no like if you're having a duel with somebody, there are three options. You one, you stop fighting. Two, A murders B. Three, B murders A. Like, those are your options. Mm. Technically, you could also just D, disarm the person. And end the fight by disarming them. Or more, or like wounding them. So then you apprehend them. Yeah, like the only logic or 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 thought that I could put here is that the other flag smashers weren't necessarily cool with the murder bit. They just wanted to do a beatdown of Sam, Bucky, Lamar, and John to the extent that if we beat them enough, maybe we'll demoralize them and we can get away and and go do our our thing and they'll stop chasing us because they see we're so powerful. And then it seems like the intent of the scene is that Carly pushes it too far because the others aren't necessarily like they might be uh, attacking, but they're not necessarily using like full super soldier strength the whole time. And then Carly goes ham on the only person there that can't take that hit. And that's why they stop. I don't know. Weird I just rules don't of believe engagement. that because it is yeah, weird. It, and it's inconsistent still with them trying to throw them off of a truck, which is like where they're full out fighting there as well and trying to kill people there. Yeah, also like that wasn't throwing just knives at them in this building. Like she yeah. she also had an entire facility of people disarmed, tied up, or otherwise like you know not what what's the word i'm looking for in in handcuffs they are disarmed they are not a threat and you murdered them with bombs yet somehow we give this guy a mega ouchie and now i feel bad about it no. see if we never had that bomb scene we cut correct. that then whole this, thing out this would have been perfect correct this would have made well, not sense. perfect i mean it would have made more sense if she didn't have any previous like evidence of actually murdering a person this would be the classic like 
you're playing Tomb Raider and they make the first the first murder like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. I had to shoot a bow and arrow into the back of this dude's head. I am mortified. I need five days to sleep this off. And then two <laughs> seconds later, she's like, la, 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 murder, 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 murder. It's like that one scene in Tomb Raider, you're literally running through a town with like a machine gun and she's yeah. just like screaming at everybody. Right. And she gets a pickaxe and just starts pickaxing people in the head. Yeah. But like the first kill, she's like, Oh no, this was a lot and I didn't like it. But she adapts pretty and quickly. And taste. I feel like Carly's gonna Carly has adapted pretty quickly. But yeah, you're right. If they didn't do the bomb scene, she could have actually had a moment where she's like, Oh fuck, maybe I've gone too far. And that would have been reasonable. At at which point the scene with Sam also would have made a lot more sense because he's like, She hasn't done anything. There hasn't like, been a bomb. She's redeemable. Right. She's like, there's good in you. I can sense it. Yeah. God, I wish they'd just done a fucking movie. I wish this could have been. That- I want to do, I want to, I want to uh, download every episode of the show and cut it myself and turn it into a movie and see <laughs> yeah, if I can I mean, make it. How much make time do you work. fucking have? Like, go nice. You, uh, dude, I'm, we're still all work from home, man. Like, I got time. Yeah. Jess, uh, your, your, uh, our producer will be like, hey, can you take the wallpaper off of this room like in, in the house? No, I got to clip together this garbage TV show into a maybe serviceable movie. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. <laughs> she is a fan of Falcon Winter Soldier, so she might be. Mm, fair enough. Depends how good my cut is. <laughs> the Malikov cut? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this never mind um all right and then obviously cap doesn't take that super well and um murders the piss out of that guy like really murders him like Mm -hmm. like town square on a staircase curb stomping him with a with his shield while everybody tiktoks it rough um also there's a scene where they show carly in the crowd of people and there's this rando person just talking to the side of her head which was weird she's like holding a phone up and like talking talking i thought she just like kind of looked oh she is (laughs) she was like talking to the side of carly's head and i'm like what are you doing here as carly just smiling too i'm realizing like look at this guy dying (laughs) aren't you seeing this guy dying wow yeah and carly's like no this is actually kind of a huge bummer for me (laughs) the other person was not reading the 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 room super well um yeah and then like lifts the shield back up and it's just covered in blood and it's like uh cool this means captain america is no more burn the shield lock him up and we're done captain america is dead i mean who knows I think I think the question of what happens next is actually really intriguing. It is. I, I think Captain America has to be retired at this point. Does he? I mean, think about it from the uh, perspective of a government who sends a soldier to war. Yeah. However, once you're sending, when you want somebody to be the best of the best or 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 emblematic of the best we have to offer. I don't that that's a PR nightmare you just don't come back from. It's a it's a new cap for a new era. Who's to say that him murdering a terrorist 
in defense of a terrorist murdering an unarmed black man isn't what the government is going to like put up on a pedestal like he's avenging his friend he's not he's not killing some rando civilian he's carrying a, a super terrorist this this cap kills super terrorists john walker did nothing wrong i don't i don't want that i don't either but i think it i think that's actually a really interesting angle that the show could go of saying like no our cap did nothing wrong in terms of uh you know we've we've had enough of these uh was it aliens and wizards and androids Mm -hmm. and so now cap murders them he's he's a, a you know representative of the the new american government's zero tolerance policy on super crime just it adding, sucks, but it could be an interesting. You can't just keep adding super as a prefix to everything. <laughs> At first, he was just a terrorist, and then he was Quantum. a super, super terrorist. Quantum terrorist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I, I do think it, it's interesting if the response is like, you know, I, I, I imagine in a real world scenario, you would have people who are like, oh, like this is, you know, Steve Rogers would never have done this. This is, you know, destroying the legacy of Captain America. And you'd have another side who would be like, absolutely not. Like, this is my Captain America. My Captain America does, you know, kicks ass. And he, t- you know, uh, takes no shit from anybody and blah, blah, blah. And you kind of have this like right versus left thing. And more, more to the point, I think you could actually now tell a very interesting story with John Walker of cool. He could just keep going off the deep end and being evil and the super soldier you know, serum is like, oh, cool. It made it made someone who was inherently a murderer even more, you know, of a murderer or whatever. Also, like what how he we didn't we've never really talked about John Walker's trauma from being in the war, um, from going to Afghanistan from, you know, they allude to it, but they never talk about it. Now we've seen him get pushed over the edge. Like, how does he deal with it? Does he have a redemption arc like i don't know i'm not saying i need him to but i'm more interested in what they can do with him now than i was in the beginning when he was just kind of this like shitty arrogant son of a bitch running around being like you got 10 minutes and by 10 minutes i mean two minutes like that bullshit yeah i guess i just don't have any faith with with the way things have quote paid off thus far um they've done nothing in this series to earn any goodwill from me that this will be handled well Oh yeah, I'm not optimistic. Either. Or well, or or like even remotely interesting, Lee. Yeah. Like, I think Zemo's gonna kill, try and kill him. Yeah. Because one of the one of the now the most prolific or or, or notorious, I guess, uh, one of the two most notorious super soldiers alive right now is Captain America. He's got to be stopped. Yep. And I think Cap's just going to go rogue. Like, he's just going to be on the run. Cap on the run. I can get on board with that. I mean, if they if the next episode is solely Wings-themed, I'm down. But, like... What do you think, I, Alexis? I don't know. I, do, I don't think he's going to go on a run. I think it's going to be, oh, the government's trying to take care of the situation. And he's like, oh, I still got to job to do or something like that i literally it's been hard to watch the show for me so i'm just getting to the point where i'm like i can't wait for this to be over 
if if we weren't doing this, I would have stopped at episode three and just. Oh my like, god! This I love this role reversal right now. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, I I've realized like the past few episodes in particular, I've had such a hard time watching them. I have to constantly pause and come back because I just can't watch it all the way through. It just does not grab my attention enough for me to literally watch a 45 minute episode all the way through. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think the plot lines aren't that I don't, I don't think the plot lines so far have been that great. I just don't give a shit about any of the characters. Correct. The plot is blah. I think the characters are whatever. I think the, the one dialogue... character I was excited about Zemo literally don't care about him either anymore. I think the dialogue has been fucking weird and sometimes tone deaf and just strange. They've handled most of the things they've tried to handle without any amount of care or tact or anything. Yeah. I think this is the, I I think in this episode, I've literally realized my favorite character is Hoskins. Lamar Hoskins was my favorite. Same. From like the two, three scenes that he's been in the first one in that episode two, where he was basically like, Hey, you're going to have all these expectations. What do you say? I literally have it written somewhere. Like you, you can't be a military man or something. You can't punch your way out of things anymore. Kind of thing like that. It's like, I like what he says. His dialogue is good. Seems like a cool character. And then he dies. So now I'm literally just like 0% invested. I was like, cool. All right. I'm out. (laughs) So Alexis. What does this show have to do to win you back? I literally, again, I'm I'm still where we are with episode three of like, I cannot imagine anything that would win me back. It could happen. I just cannot imagine it, which maybe is a good thing because if I can't imagine it and it would be a surprise, then also a surprise would probably win me back. But I can't think of it. Like, I, I can't imagine after being four episodes in that I'm going to start caring about the rest of these characters all of a sudden. Yeah. It kind of seems odd, would be an odd conclusion for this. So. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think th- this, like, I'm at least minimally more interested in this because they did something of some legitimate consequence. Like, it was it was like at the end of Infinity War. It's like they did so, like they did something of consequence. Like mm-hmm. so many of those movies would just end the the good guys win and then we all move on, and it, we at least had a year where the bad guy won, and it like it was a little bit of a shift in what that whole dynamic looked like. And here it's like the alleged good guy just fucking publicly executed somebody on the town square and on the internet live in front of bajillions of people, there are going to be legitimate repercussions for this action. So it, 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 in my mind, it at least upped the stakes a little, right. It upped the theoretical and potential stakes of what's happening here because something of some actual fucking consequence happened versus just like, Oh, the super serum doctor got shot. Like who fucking cares? Like if they actually take a risk and do something with one of their, like one of their characters, that's actually like weird or like something different than they would normally do. I think it's at least interesting. Like when Nintendo's like, Hey, do you want to make like crypt of the Necrodancer people? Like, Oh, you want to do like 
cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, we never let anybody touch our properties, but like, yeah, make cadence a Hyrule. Holy fuck, cadence of Hyrule is rad as fuck. Like, it's 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 the crown jewel of Nintendo, and they open the gates and let somebody else take a crack at it, and they and they did something funky with it. Like, they actually opened the gates and did something funky with Cap, and I want to see if it actually pays off. Yeah, it's not my best, but go fuck. No, <laughs> it's not. But I mean. Uh... I don't know. Overall, yeah, okay. like, I think the, the, you know, John Walker cap is like, he, he does have intriguing elements, and especially the end of it, too. I mean, I'm also kind of like, yeah, okay, him publicly murdering someone who is supposed to be a villain. It's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird for a superhero character, but they all fucking all murder people, people all the They're, time. You're right. So like, this is only minimally different. Because right, what it was camera, caught on yeah. camera, yeah, exactly. And so I'm kind of like, I don't think there that's going to be too much. Like, I, his yeah. character definitely has some shit he has to sort out, and we'll see if like is that something he can resolve with like other people, or does that mean he's going to have to die or whatever? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's like I don't really care either way. Like in terms um. <laughs> of mattering, it's like gameplay thirty kills is equal to cutscene one kill. Mm-hmm. They have like, those are equal amounts of important. You can like yeah. commit a genocide and then you get into a cutscene and you kill one dude and everybody shits their britches just because it was a scripted movie and not me just like oh, yeah. going bananas. Sam going, oh my gosh, he murdered someone with a shield. What do you think Captain America did all the time? <laughs> just Literally gentle little box. Concussions, lots of <laughs> yeah. concussions. <laughs> totally so, recoverable concussions. It's like, yeah, I, I get like that was supposed to be a very like, oh my gosh, shocking scene. I just was kind of underwhelmed by it as well. Like, yes, I get the public element, but it doesn't really make me that interested and to like see where it goes because I'm kind of like, they could spin it so many ways. If they want to try and spin it as like, oh my gosh, he's a murdering Captain America, I'd be like, they all were. That's a fucking stupid storyline to go down. Like, oh, he doesn't deserve to be Captain America because he murdered this person who is supposed to be a known terrorist or something like that. If they do that, I'd be fucking annoyed. I mean, they're definitely going to do that. Yeah. Well, I feel like it'll be a mix. Um, I think you'll, you'll see some moments that are like, here's how the government or, you know, here's like the public iteration of it. You'll see. I think it's going to be more of a PR kind of thing where the government needs to figure out a way to make Captain America not look as bad, which is like, okay. Uh, For me, I'm more interested in what, how how what is this what route does this mean for john is it he's just going to keep going down a really really dark path or is he going to be forced to reconcile with his actions the way that the show is going i feel like it's just probably going to be dark path and that's less interesting but okay whatever um but i think if they like another villain kind of character (sighs) Or yeah, or if not like a just a villain, like he's an antagonist and it like it means that he has to have he has to be in Zemo's crosshairs and there's no there's no other option versus like if he does have that kind of moment of like, oh my god, like what have I done? Can I be redeemed? Then him inevitably being in Zemo's crosshairs is a little bit more interesting because you don't want to see him you, you know, you don't want to see Zemo take him down on principle of being Zemo you want to see him get the opportunity to redeem himself or to, to try and do something. Uh, not that like makes up for such a blatant murder, but 
at least to the extent of like, here's someone who has very obvious trauma in a show where like the other lead character, Bucky had very obvious trauma and is consistently trying to get past it, which we have the Wakanda scene this episode. We have the scene in Madripoor that like it looks like it's really tough for him to have to like play Winter Soldier again. Like we're already doing some of that. So are they going to try and do something with Walker's past trauma now coming to a head here? I hope so. I, I hope they try and do something of substance. Um, but like I said, I'm not like a, I'm not like super hopeful. No, I, mean, but- I can definitely see a Sam and Bucky moment with John Walker later where he does the same exact thing he did with Carly being like, let's talk and let me understand your pain. I'm going to turn my just be back like to you to show that thing. I trust like, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Matt, I was watching this movie the other day and it was this story or it was, it was a movie about how this guy had a spinal injury. Because it was his backstory. There you go. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.